Welcome to Poolside Podcast. This is episode number 35 and I'm your host, Rachel Anthony. Today, I am interviewing Lexi and Danny from the Gut Lab, which I'm super pumped about. We have known each other for a couple years now when um, they first started. I remember Danica reached out to me on Instagram asking if I wanted to try this bone broth. And I had no idea even what bone broth was or what it meant, but sounded interesting so we met like in the back alley somewhere and she handed me a jar with no label on it telling me it was bone broth and I trusted her and ate it uh, and it was delicious so I'm super excited to see how far they have come with the company and how they've evolved it from bone broth with no labels to a whole array of products for a healthy gut. So they talk about how they started the Gut Lab and how it is like working together as sisters. We talk about how important our gut health is and how it impacts every aspect of our life and how to tell if you have gut issues. It's different for everybody, but there are some symptoms we talk about that point to an unhealthy gut or leaky gut, which we also talk about what that means. The women share their story of growing up with bone broth from their mom and how they decided to make bone broth cool when starting the company. They have evolved the gut lab from just bone broth to a whole bunch of other products like I mentioned, including essential powders, tonics, and superfood shakers. We talk about the power of stress and how to manage it, as well as other ways to improve gut health and overall wellness. This episode is so full of great tips and tricks and advice for running a business as well as living a healthier life. I could have sat and talked to them forever, but we had to keep it within the time frame. But it's super informative, and I know you're going to enjoy this one. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm sitting here with Danica and Lexi from The Gut Lab. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having us. I was so worried you were going to say our last name, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I've stopped doing last names a long time ago. <laughs> like, if, if it's not, like, Smith, then yeah. then it's just first names. You guys can say your last names if you want. But, like, no. Jam- Campbell's not too bad. Oh, I thought she was going to go maiden names with Shepatees, and I was like, oh, dear. Oh, no. <laughs> just skip the last names altogether. <laughs> Do you guys want to start by introducing yourselves? Mm-hmm. So, I'm Lexi, and when I was in high school... I had these bouts of nausea that would come when I would eat, when I wouldn't eat. It was just kind of all-encompassing. And I actually lost quite a bit of weight and we couldn't figure out what was the root cause. So my mom was sending me to all these practitioners and we were trying to figure it out. But there wasn't anything that was really helping at the time. And... I love to read, so I was picking up books on like female anatomy and herbs and superfoods at the time. This was like 14 years ago, and I was just trying to kind of figure out myself what was going on. And I started actually with like my period symptoms, so like period cramps and mood swings, and I was just looking up those symptoms and then trying to match them with what might be able to help me that wasn't going to do any damage hopefully to me I didn't really know much at the time um but I remember getting books that were like there was the v book and I was so scared that my dad was gonna see it as like 
this 15 year old on, in my room. So I took some black electrical tape and taped the spine of the book so he wouldn't see what the name of the book was. And yeah, I just started reading things from like, from my teens. And then actually that nausea kind of went away, I think on its own. I didn't really do anything that super helped it. But over the last 14, 15 years, those symptoms have been coming back. And I would just kind of like shove them under the rug and ignore them. And I had psoriasis and, and then especially after my first was born, I've got three boys, they're seven, five and two. And it just like, I had great pregnancies, but it just takes a toll on your body. And I would get migraines and um, breastfeeding for so long, those symptoms just kind of come back and they did with for me with a vengeance. So um, I'm really good at shoving things under the rug, but it's just been the last few years that uh, the puzzle pieces just keep coming together. And, and Danny and I have always wanted to start something together. We didn't know what that would look like, but um, we make a really good team and I'll let you talk. <laughs> Do you want to talk about yourself? Why do you make a good team? Um, well, I think just like the journey that led us to starting the gut lab, I think similar to Lexi, always grew up wanting to feel my best, like not knowing what actually those things were. But um, when we were younger, our mom was really sick with an autoimmune disease. She had really bad arthritis, symptoms in her hands and feet, which really deterred her from doing what she loved, and that was painting. And so when we were quite little, she tried everything to help it go away, like from steroids to creams to pills. And I think just like as like a really dire last case scenario, she's like, okay, I'm going to go total 360 holistic elimination before the advent of Google to be like, okay, these are my symptoms, like really researched herself. So that was a really leading factor for us watching her heal herself through food. And I think um, Lex and I joke like, our parents were such an influence in how we ate, but like we for sure love like unhealthy stuff that were considered treats, but that's not really good for you, but like a Pop-Tart or whatever kind of cereal. <laughs> but it was from that that we like always ate dinner as a family, new trigger foods in a sense. And for me too, like I played, Lexi did as well, like super competitive soccer all the way up to university. And I knew what would support athletic performance. I love traveling, but I'd always come back so sick. I'd always pick up something traveling. And so for me, I would search, well, with the help of Lexi for sure, but different herbs that would help calm my stomach or just a natural approach to it because, yeah, seeing our mom do that. So um, starting the gut lab, it was like I was living in London working for Stella McCartney. I was coming home. Lex was like, let's start a bone broth company. I said, yeah, we were out with tequila. <laughs> I said, yeah. <laughs> We called it the gut lab. Like, I don't know. It just, it just worked. And I think this is just an ever evolving journey for us as, as sisters and, and shaping something that's really important to us in health and in, and in business. So, yeah. And I think, mm-hmm. like you said, that was like 14 years ago that you started, like you said, superfood. And I think you were both of you were way ahead of the curve when it comes to thinking about that kind of stuff, especially even like the age that you were at, like being aware of your health, mm-hmm. which I feel like nobody, people ate Pop-Tarts and pizza and all and like no one thought about it like no. you don't feel good but like you didn't weren't like well what kind of herbs should I take to like make myself mm-hmm. feel better you know like yeah. people didn't really do that so like you guys started like a long time ago before it became yeah. trendy and everything with the superfood word and everything and it's interesting too like maybe that's why I 
blacked out the side of a book. Like you just, it wasn't what kids are doing, were doing at that time. And so I felt a little bit weird and maybe a little ashamed looking into those things, but it's just, it's something that's so important to teach our kids and to be looking at from such a young age because it has a ripple effect and for the rest of our lives. And it starts like when we're, when our mom's pregnant with us, right? Right. Which I think people need to now be more educated on. Like Mm -hmm. now we have like the ability and like Google and all of this. We can't ignore it anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you want to, for people who don't really understand what gut health is and like the overall health impact, you Mm -hmm. want to educate us? too so yeah our guts just like oh I love our gut (laughs) I love your guts it's just like um it's so important it's the epicenter of where well as I'm sure many of us have heard where all disease begins but for sure where all amazing health begins too and we now know there's over a hundred trillion there's that that awesome number I love saying a hundred trillion microbes that live in our gut and that's more than we have actual human cells in our entire body which is just a really cool thing if you think about it um our gut is home to the majority of our immune system over 80 percent of our immune system it's home to the largest production and storage facility of serotonin which um it's a neurotransmitter that's linked to when it's low to depression but it's also linked to uh, our memory our uh, how we sleep our digestion so all of this is going on in our gut so when we have um, like an imbalance in our microbiome or the gut bacteria it's called dysbiosis it absolutely affects everything that's going on whether it's physically or mentally or if we get what we've known, we've come to know as leaky gut. Um, so leaky gut is when there's these, the nutrients that would go through in our small intestine naturally and go into our bloodstream um, just from environmental toxins or um, foods that we're eating that might be triggers or stress. Those are all things that can impact the little gap junctions that are in our small intestine and make them bigger and they, these food particles get through and that's where the leaky gut um, name comes from. And then it just uh, creates a whole host of symptoms that people often treat as the, the root cause when really it's something that's going on in their gut. And what would be, you kind of touched on a couple of them, but symptoms that come from an unhealthy gut mm-hmm. that people maybe are thinking that it's something else, but what would be some of those? Yeah, so um, with leaky gut, it can look like um, anything digestive, like IBS, um, Crohn's, colitis, uh, constipation and diarrhea, which are big ones that we don't really like to talk about for obvious reasons. It can be an uncomfortable topic, but very real things that a lot of us are experiencing. Bloating and gas, in allergies, asthma, memory fog, uh, skin issues. Uh, we're seeing a lot more behavioral issues that, um, especially in kids, that can really stem from the gut. Uh, mood swings, inflammation, uh, headaches and migraines. Um, do you have anything to add to that list? No, it's it's like, it's a dynamic list. I think that's mm-hmm. what we're so amazed about. It's just like, 
yeah, how Alexi mentioned, every element of your body can be affected. And I think it's such an amazing starting point to look at like one ecosystem to take care of that and how it's how it's able to flourish and mm-hmm. support the rest of your body in operating on the day-to-day. So. Yeah, and just such a big, it's a really great starting point. Like it may not be um, the absolute solution for everybody if they're able to heal their gut. Um, there may be other underlying things going on, but it's absolutely a simple place to start to that you can start today. Right. And so you started the gut lab with bone broth. Mm-hmm. We just talked about how that's how we met mm-hmm. when that was my first introduction to bone broth. And I had no idea even what it was or what mm-hmm. I was supposed to do with it. I like went home and I was like, I was like, I'll just put it in a bowl because it's <laughs> soup. Oh <my> God. <laughs> that's what I should do with it. So um, how did that start and how can we picked bone broth initially like what are the mm-hmm. benefits of bone broth and then we can talk about the evolution of the company yeah, yeah for sure do you- sure I can talk about it I originally remember that like messaging you on Instagram being like hey like we're the gut lab do you want to try some bone broth and meeting <laughs> you on like a shady side street out of your office giving you like bone broth that you mentioned wasn't even labeled which is so embarrassing <laughs> but I think it's just like a testament like somewhere yeah just we really believed in it and I um the gut lab the name I don't think we realized how um, how well it would fit in the long term. Mm-hmm. Um, but the initial idea with bone broth, it was like, well, bone broth really supports healing the mucosal lining of your gut. So let's focus on that. And bone broth, I think we grew up with it. There was a need for it in, mar- in the market. We'd seen some flourishing companies in the U.S. in London, where I was. We um, wanted to make bone broth cool. Like it's just like this thing that our ancestors did, and we were just like. We but just wanted to make it. We didn't accessible. even make it cool. I've dropped no, off the thing to Rachel to the label. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool now. I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the gut lab evolved. It, we started bone broth. Um, we made. We still only packaged it in glass jars. We wanted like the cleanest vessel going to our customers. We didn't want it leached with plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's still an ethos that stays really true. Everything that we sell is in glass because we want to have a, a minimal impact on the environment, but also. Um, not have stuff touch plastic. We shouldn't mm-hmm. be ingesting that. Um, so yeah, the bone broth is um, organic. We work with a, fo- a farm from Alberta. We're really tried and true to the process, 24 hours summer time. And we really, we love that product only because it's cool. It's where we started, but we want to make something that isn't watered down. Like customers get a product that's like one pound of bones to a liter of water. Mm-hmm. Jelly is good. Give it a shake. Like that's, the platform but we really and I think um with Lexi's history and in herbology just wanting to craft like I would go to the organic grocery store and I'd be like okay I saw this elixir I need to make it I want to get ashwagandha but I couldn't pronounce it <laughs> I wanted to get all these ingredients and I think realizing that there are more people like us that had families that were studying in school or on the go constantly and wanted to grow but didn't quite know how to start. We wanted to start making it accessible and easy. Um, kind of like a no-brainer start for people to, to take care of themselves at the office or if they're traveling to Europe or on a car ride and and two for their kids. Um, so we started to expand and look at different, our potions that we have, it's a collection of eight and they're all blends of like six to nine different herbs, mushrooms, fruits that have just been powdered down. So everything's a powder, add it to smoothies, sprinkle it on a soup, make raw desserts, your own elixir mm-hmm. um then we yeah i think like natural hot chocolate all mm-hmm. something that'll boost your immune system versus suppressing it 
safe for kids. We love popcorn so much. And so we're like, let's <laughs> kick the... or wrongly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's kick the kernel stuff to the to the side and make something that's like actually really beneficial for you. So we have a collection of superfood shakers that we have a lot of fun with. So yeah, it's it's a well-rounded thing. But the idea too is just like these are are things that support your microbiome and, and are giving your body lots of good things to rebuild with. Mm-hmm. We really want to encourage people um, to use our things, but also with that, it's hopefully going to encourage them to be making better food choices because you're not going to sprinkle like greens on your McDonald's French fries. Okay. So <laughs> <You'd> hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, maybe, I don't know. People, people do some funky things, but um, yeah, hopefully it's just like, hopefully our products are getting people excited about health and asking the right questions or just asking questions period like opening up that conversation about um how do I feel better how like I or maybe you do feel okay and you're going through the motions of every day but you're like I know I could feel better or I want my kids to have a really optimal health for the rest of their life um just really get people curious. I love like getting my first, I don't know if it was like a detox kit or I did something and I, and it was to support like healing my digestive system after traveling. I like picked up a parasite or something and I needed to like just sort out the bacteria and, but reading like each ingredient, that was how I started. It was like, okay, what does milk thistle do? What is dandelion root? All these juniper berries, like this list and and I mean, our products don't have ingredients like those, but like our, one of our potions has quite a number of things that that are really simple whole foods but you could just research like the benefits we have a lot on our website as well to support in that mm-hmm. um education side but yeah it's like you're uncovering it and I think that's really empowering yeah and the more like even we're still learning we're and I don't we'll never stop learning it's just you feel like the more you learn you feel like the less you know and it's just exciting for us like we're constantly uncovering pieces of our puzzle and that's we just want to help other people with their journey too because some people can feel so lost and sometimes it's just easier to throw your hands up in the air and say I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing instead of digging deep and actually trying to find a solution right well and I I was mentioning that before when I was in community and I was like going crazy just like buying all these like healthy things but you stand (laughs) there and you look at the shelf and there's like six or eight of the same they all are like technically the same product but you're like right. well what is in it and is it doing the same thing and is it all the same ingredients and like thank god your guys was there because it's like okay i know that <laughs> it's like it has to be good so like i picked that one but like if you didn't know or if you're just like hey i'm just like trying to be healthy the internet told me that i should like start doing this you know mm-hmm. and like we need that extra education and have products that are actually good quality because i feel like there's a lot of like trendy superfood healthy things that aren't necessarily right helping you or only helping some people but not others and like right. having that awareness yeah well that's a huge thing too is well two things walking into a store and being so overwhelmed with all the things in there it's really easy to walk away just without anything because you're like i can't i can't process this but also just how everybody's so different so even for one thing of our product that it might be really great for like one person, it's not a one size fits all. So when we get people messaging us and saying, well, what's your best seller? It's like, well, we do have some that are best sellers so we can chat to you about that. But at the same time, like, let's, let's talk about you because what works for other people is not necessarily going 
to work for you because everyone everyone is so different and our microbiome is so different. There's no two people that have the same microbiome. So it's really important to look at that when you're looking at diet and lifestyle and, and all of those pieces. But in terms of like best products even too, like I think we, we have our favorite brands that we like to buy and support. And I think simplicity is key. Like at the end of the day, like our mom always said, like, hey, if you're, we're going to grocery shop, like stay around the edges of the mm-hmm. grocery store. Like yeah, don't go in the good. inside aisles. And the same can be true with some of your vitamins. Like you're getting for sure, like some of your best foods when you're eating great foods. So you don't need to supplement. And yeah, we live in a colder climate. So vitamin D, like there's those exceptions too. And as women needing different vitamins, but um, like fillers, preservatives, sugar substitutes, like we stay clear of in our stuff. And I think I, I'd buy the same. Like if I, I don't know, mm-hmm. I want something that's clean and I don't need it sweetened just so that I enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are things across the board that typically like we just say to people to help themselves like to stay away from sugar at least for a little while to like figure out what's triggering their symptoms to look at what they're what's going on in their diet take away sugar or um gluten is a big one and it doesn't have to be forever that you take out the gluten or dairy or whatever it is but eliminate it for time see how you feel maybe keep a journal and then reintroduce it back and and see if that's something that still is a trigger for you right and like you said obviously there's a lot of like healthy foods and when people go into the grocery store is there anything that you both of you recommend to add to your diet like in terms of actual food to supplement some of these other like some of your powders and Mm -hmm. stuff but what else like what would you put in a smoothie to make it like healthy and good for your gut as well well in a smoothie i love to make like if i have leftover tea if like like hibiscus or um, we make chaga tea a lot of the time, but those are awesome ways just to like as a base. Um, we really encourage people to make their own plant milk if they can. Like it's super easy to do. There's lots of tutorials online. Those are really good bases. Um, adding a fat to it, a really good fat like um, butter, grass-fed butter, coconut butter, cacao butter, um, MCT oil, or avocado. Like those are really awesome. Um, ways to add a fat, some greens, and then we love making smoothie bowls too. So then you're getting all those digestive enzymes because you're chewing and it really sets yourself up for optimal digestion. I think seasonality is so big too. Mm -hmm. Like those things in the summer and the spring are are so nice. And then the winter, it's really soothing, healing things. Yeah, like soups Soups and even elixirs and yeah, some people are like, what is an elixir? And it's it's just such an incredible way like to, to take in, like Lexi said, like teas, a fat, some herbs, and really like boost immunity or soothe digestion, mm-hmm. relax. Yeah. Yeah, it's just an elixir is just a way to get all those good things into you. Right, and mm-hmm. like one easy way. Because I feel like that's another thing with this. People are very overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I want to be really healthy, but then they're like, well, I don't want to spend all that money and I don't want to take all that time. But it doesn't For sure. necessarily mean either. Mm-hmm. It just means like cutting out, like you said, like the things that aren't serving you and then adding the things that will help. Exactly. Yeah. And then you feel better. So it's kind of a win-win yeah. anyways. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and it can be such a daunting process. Like if somebody's not feeling well to 
to say, like we, what do we say like our trigger stuff, like to really consider what you're putting in your mouth, like sugar, dairy, gluten, processed foods, alcohol, soy, soy. corn, um, like vegetable oils. Um, yeah, those are the, the like, main huge ones. triggers, to, but uh, everyone is so, so different. So even if you start with those, like there may be other foods, like some people can't have the nightshade family. So that's, um, often they'll turn towards like an AIP diet. Um, but there's no diet, one diet that's going to work for everyone. So, um, start with those triggers, see if there's other triggers that are just unique to you and then cut them out for six to eight weeks. See if you can reintroduce them. And sometimes there's still going to be triggers, but sometimes if you've managed to help heal your gut, they're going to be okay to introduce but we wouldn't yeah. say introduce the refined sugars back in necessarily <laughs> but uh, some of those other ones as long as they're high quality like grass-fed butter and that kind of thing then that's okay but life's about balance and I think too just like being really really good to your mm-hmm. to yourself actually we haven't even really mentioned but there's like so many other elements that like consider well you mentioned environmental toxicity but like the impacts of your home the impacts of the beauty industry in terms mm-hmm. of like fragrance, um, makeup, skincare, yeah, mm-hmm. but even just like the environmental toxins, like what are you using in your laundry soap, what's in your dish soap, like your cleaner on your floor and how that gets absorbed into your body, like those really, really impact. Mm-hmm. When we think of gut health, it's often, okay, what am I putting in my body? But it's also, yeah, all of those environmental toxins that are going on in our world. It's a huge one that impacts our uh, gut microbiome is stress which I think we can all relate to, but stress comes in all different things. It's not just work or financial or relationships. It's um, even just as simple as a digestive (laughs) process. Like um, if we're getting enough sleep at night or uh, those stories that are going on in our head, the amount of worry and fear going on that's creating this um, stressful environment within our body and and outside of us also. Um, uh, what else? Those triggers for inflammation, those are huge stress- mm-hmm. stressors on us too. And those are all influencing our microbiome, which is crazy to think that all of those things could influence us. Right. And do you have any like advice or tips or tools you use to reduce stress? Because I'm sure that's something that would help too if you just mm-hmm. like it matters what you're eating and stuff but to also just like reduce the external factors for sure stress. well one of the things uh, one of the things about stress like if you're sitting down to eat especially with people that you love um taking really deep breaths before you eat you're going to help um digestion but you're also going to help um all those symptoms that you're feeling in the long run so that can ease stress. It can be a two-way street. Like if we're feeling digestive issues, like IBS and Crohn's and that kind of thing, it can be be very stressful. Um, so if you're helping to reduce that in just the way that we prepare our food or who we're with, um, that can be a really positive thing in the long run. Um, getting enough sleep, making sure you take time to yourself, exercising. I know we hear this one all the time, but like Go, going for a walk outside is huge. Getting fresh air or being in nature. Um, meditation is huge for mm-hmm. me if I don't take time to... And that can look like five minutes. It doesn't have to be this long process. But just taking that time is huge. Um, 
whether it's five minutes in the morning or your kids are having a snack so you can go take a few minutes to yourself. It's just really important to do that. Um, and I think patience with yourself is such a big one. Like knowing, like this is a really daunting journey. Like if mm-hmm. taking on board like a huge life swap, it can be pretty taxing on, am I doing this right? Am I not? And I think even just one like motherhood is a huge, like Lexi, you have three kids. I don't have any. So I've got a little bit more time to put in a solid meditation if I wanted to, but it's like those little moments or even if it's, if it's three, if it's 30, like, mm-hmm. being like, Hey, I did this today. I did it today. Mm-hmm. Like, this is awesome. And, in, and enjoying those moments. Mm-hmm. And your thing might not be meditation, mm-hmm. like to take care of yourself. It could be going could to bed be, before 11. Yeah. Or painting or like hanging out with a solid friend that you have an awesome conversation mm-hmm. with that you just feel really filled up yeah. after it. There's so many ways we can take care of ourselves, but that's a huge, we often put ourselves on the back burner. We think of our to-do list and we think of everyone else's needs before our own. And and we just, as a society, we have to stop doing that. Well, and like, we're trying to actually practice that this year, like 2018 for us, it's just the two of us at the Galab. Like, it's 2019. I know, but I'm oh. saying 2018. <laughs> oh, okay. We didn't. Like, we did everything. Like, we packaged every unit. We made it. We delivered it. We wrote our recipes. Like, um, but 2019, I mean, it's only one month. <laughs> month so we're like, yeah, my husband and I were like, we're going spinning. We're going to go mm-hmm. on a few spin dates a week. And, and that is just so much fun together where we could both like work into the evening so easily because we love our jobs like I think that's a big thing too like love what you do but we are putting to practice that time for ourselves so we can put more time into our relationships and into growing our business so important yeah yeah in 2019 no I think that is super important which we will get into when we talk about like work-life balance Mm -hmm. but let's talk about the business a little bit since you brought it up um what are the, some of the challenges and roadblocks that you faced along the way and how have you overcome them? I think starting a food <laughs> business, we had no idea. Like I think, and that's just the best part. It's like trial and error to a certain capacity. Like there's some like must haves, like must have a great tasting product, must um, focus on expiration dates. Like that, those kind of things like do no harm unto others. But in terms of an evolving business, like labeling, shipping, where we're buying our ingredients, sourcing, website, taxes like just it's all <laughs> there's a oh lot of different facets and and I in terms of roadblocks we need them every day and every I think day. how we handle them as sisters like sometimes it escalates really fast and <laughs> maybe the fingers pointed but we can handle it together and I think there's a huge amount of respect to handle these these roadblocks mm-hmm. and concerns but we it's so funny sometimes we'll just like look at each other or text each other and be like what are we doing? Like, what did we get ourselves into? This is just like, this is insane. And it's like, it's full on, but there's nobody else I'd rather be doing it with or could probably do it with. And I think at the basis of everything that we're doing, we have to have fun and it has to be enjoyable. And the minute that it's not, we're like, okay, something has to change because this isn't working. We're not enjoying this aspect. So it's got to be cut out or changed in whatever that looks like, but it can't stay this way. And I think just coming from a place of like, okay, whatever is happening today will not end this business. It won't be the end of the world. Mm-hmm. 
like we'll make it through. And um, for us, a big one has been financial. Like we haven't taken on, out any loans. We've just reinvested, reinvested. Um, last year we started paying ourselves, which is a big thing. <laughs> probably know what we're valued, but we did. And that was a huge like benchmark for us and like gave ourselves a little like crease in 2019, like just minimal, but really respecting where we're coming from and by reinvesting into something that we love. But yeah, like we had a really big order for Homesteads and Winners come in at Christmas and um, we had to rely on family to help us with that, with some some minor support. And I think that would be a, a major roadblock for us for sure. But I mean, we have fun with it. We just laugh. We have a group family chat that just blows up some mornings <laughs> and we'll send some of the emails we get. And I think that side of it, but just having patience, like knowing that it, it will come together and I mean, in the grand have, scheme of things, does this, whatever roadblock it is, it's like, does this matter? Is this like, if it's stealing the joy from our right now, we just can't worry about it. Actually, it doesn't even matter what it is. If it's not like life or death, it's just going to find a way to work out. And we have absolute faith in that. And if that doesn't work out, whatever we've kind of planned out, there's always going to be something else. And it's just, you just kind of go with flow but in like we take it super seriously what we do still we're really passionate about it we job split really well um I have my MBA so I take a lot of the commercial side like is super creative and for sure the the brains behind like all the potions and things that we make in that side but it splits really well so I think we can support each other when one's like this is my field and I'm really stressed about it we can offer some support Mm -hmm. in that category so yeah and what advice would you give people who are looking to start a business? This question wasn't on the list, but, and actually twofold, like what advice would you give people who want to start a business and then also want to start a business with their family? Oh, I think if somebody wants to start a business, you got to do it. Just do it. If it's something that you're really passionate about, why not? Like, and just in a lot of like in a lot of ways you kind of have to keep your blinders on as far as like what other people are doing and just like be supportive um and cheer other people on and that kind of thing and kind of see what's going on but you have to do what you're passionate about and it doesn't matter if 25 other people are doing a similar idea you are so unique and you have something different to bring to the table even if you don't know exactly what that is just freaking dive in, just do it. Like, I don't have a single regret about, like when we started, I didn't know that we would be where we are right now. And we have huge dreams for the company still, but we just dove in. Like I was pregnant with my third, Danny was still living in London. We're like, yep, we're gonna do it. I don't know what that's gonna look like, but we're gonna do it. And it's just, if you're passionate about it and you, are willing to put in the work that's the thing too you have to be willing to put in the work you can't just kind of expect that it's gonna happen without the work but yeah you just gotta do it yeah and one one initial thought or vision translates and that story continues to be told so like I mean yeah bone broth was one thing now we're doing potions and super shakers and Mm -hmm. we have so many more ideas but yeah just rolling with it I think that's what so many cool businesses do. They just improve. And I think that's in what will happen no matter what, like you're just learning about yourself in the role and learning about learning about your, the industry and even the people that you maybe wholesale to or how digital works and how your online channels are supported. And I think 
um, yeah, you just have to have fun with that because you're always going to want to evolve as a as an individual too. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. As far as going to business with your family, I I don't know. <laughs> I guess that depends on what your family lifestyle is like or your dynamic with your family. But I wouldn't say rule it out. I know people typically say don't go into business with friends and family, but I honestly don't think there's a single other person in the world that I could go into business with, and I certainly couldn't do this on my own. Yeah, having a having a partner is awesome. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own story, right? Like, I think everyone will give you advice and tell you not to do, yeah, don't work with your sister and because we their relationship that, isn't yeah. the same, but there's some really awesome sisters that we know well routine in calgary yeah they're the coolest husband and wife duos like true booch like love cousins like jelaine and kaylee at junction nine like family works and i think we're really lucky jen and brad parts and labor Mm -hmm. like it's just you 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 have to respect the other person and and love them Mm -hmm. and pick up the socks sometimes for them when they're not doing it (laughs) Literally and figuratively? Are you oh. talking about like, doing the laundry at my house? <laughs> I have. <laughs> no, I think that's important. Well, and especially, like, if you are related or you're married, then mm-hmm. you, you can't just, like, walk up and leave. You know, like, you can't just block them and be like, I'm never talking to you again. Like, you're going to have to work it out. So yeah. hopefully it works out for yeah for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Um, and let's talk about work-life balance. We'll go back to that. Because um, obviously you have a family and it is hard. Like, like for me too, I'm the same where I could literally just work all the time mm-hmm. because there's nothing stopping me. So how do you find work-life balance? Uh, I have become really good at setting boundaries and saying and putting my family first. Like I love Danny. I love the gut lab and absolutely it's a priority. Um, but forever and forever and forever more, my kids and husband and family life will come first. That's just how it is. Um, hope that's okay. Yeah, no, we'll talk about this later. I'm very offended. (laughs) (laughs) But it, honestly, Danny's so supportive and of my family, which is amazing. Like just that I have to go, sorry, I can't do that. I have to go pick up the boys from school or I have to go to hockey practice or whatever it is or my kid threw up last night and I can't come and record a podcast this morning (laughs) um whatever it is Danny's like insanely supportive I'm I owe her big time for the amount of support she's given me over the last number of years and especially with the gut lab but um my husband is hugely supportive he's an entrepreneur also and he'll take time off where need be which is amazing because he's He's the breadwinner in the house and for him to take time out of his work so that I can go chase this dream that we're dreaming up and um, do what I love is amazing. Our parents are just the cutest little couple ever and (laughs) like the biggest role models to us. But yeah, I think above all, like just setting boundaries for myself has been huge and drawing the line of this is work, this is family life and and not bringing the stress of one into the other if there is any yeah I think it's like a I'm still navigating it I just got married last summer and I think the roles have changed like 
I don't know. I definitely, I'm similar to now, Lexi. Like, if I'm at home now, I, I'd like, I want to spend time with with Jaden. And I think, I don't know, but then you love what you do too. And I don't know. We have really great role models, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I think having boundaries with email, like, I, I need to create better ones. That's something that I don't do really well. But work-life balance. We're really, but how do you, I don't know. Sometimes work-life balance, like, you're you're creating something. So you're living what you love. Like you're working towards that. And I think like in the morning, I've got our rise potion on the counter. That's like the first thing I touch basically in the morning or green six goes in water. Like there's, it's just so integrated right now. And I think surrounding us with those people that make it possible, Mm -hmm. like it continues to be an ever evolving thing and talking about it and celebrating it and some of our best friends here in the city too have businesses that they're working on. So, I mean, those conversations are happening when we're at dinner together and you can't fight it. Um, so I don't know. Sometimes I like want some distance and you create that for yourself. And I think it's listening to your body mm-hmm. um, a lot. Listening. Listening. Yeah. And sometimes listening to the people around you to be like, hey, drop emails. Yeah, for sure. You're on vacation. <laughs> I know. You're good at that. Setting boundaries for me. Yeah, that's true. It's honestly out of a place of love. We love what we do. So, and that's true too. When you love what you do so much that it becomes such, like you said, an integrated part of your life. There's such a blur with the work-life balance that the boundaries that I set are more for the things like that I would just call work, not. The things that are kind of blurred like I love reading and learning in this field and to me that's not work that's just who I am and I love it so I'll read till like whatever time I want in the evening and that's my way of winding down but it could still be considered totally work. or like mm-hmm. recipe creation like mm-hmm. you'll text me at like 10 being like I just made this recipe I'm like okay go to bed <laughs> But yeah, well, like you said before, like just have patience with yourself. Like don't punish yourself because like no. you're thinking about work. Like if you want to do it, then like just right. do it. Like it's going to stress you out because you're not doing it. Like that's just counterproductive. No. You know? So that's just Because I'm the same. Like when people are like, oh, like what do, you, what do you do in your free time? I'm like, well, like go on Instagram or I take photos. And like yeah. that's technically work. Like everything that I do in my life is yeah. technically work. So yeah. like you're not going to stop and just like take up knitting just so that it's not work, <laughs> even though I would kill myself, you know? Like, I want to force myself not to do it. But if you do want to take up knitting, no one's judging you. <laughs> I don't. At okay. all. The first pair of, like, knitted <laughs> spin pants. Like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. But they'll stay up when you're boxing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You'll die of heat, but it's fine. Okay, a couple more questions. Um, what is next for the Gut Lab? What's your vision? It's like, okay, I'm like stumbling over my words. Like so much of what we've done like has been part of like a lot of work, a lot of manifesting, some like clear goal setting and some of it's like just luck. And I think it's probably all interrelated. There ain't no such thing as luck. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think for sure what we want to do, like we're comfortable with where we're at as a business right now. Like what our product line is and we just want to refine that. Like, we're getting um, natural health product licensing done for several of our products that we love. Um, and that's going to be a huge step with us with, or for us in, within that industry. Um, 
yeah, really getting to know like who our customer is. We have so much fun on Instagram. That's how we've grown. I don't even touch Instagram. But that's like Lexi's baby. And that's like a clear defined job responsibility thing. She's so good at it. Um, but really getting to know who our community is and like building that I think is is part of our goals. Like we were so behind the scenes last year making things like starting to refine the process. But we want to get out more. We want to do some workshops. We've done a couple mm-hmm. this year. We have so much fun doing that. Um, markets are big. We're starting our own podcast, which thank you so much for all of your insight. Yeah. <laughs> we are so green in this area. But um, just like building on that community and surrounding us with the people with similar interests that inspire us. Um, a big thing for us is we're in the midst of, of a book proposal or a further book um, that we're building out. So that was a big dream and that was something that um, we were approached by a random host to do. So that it's just like a wow. Like, can you that email we snap or we took a picture of, sent it to the family chats, and then like yeah. celebrate together. So those are one of the things where we're like, what? Like, what is this life we're living? It's yeah. just like such hard work, but so cool. We have all of these goals and these ideas and like things that we want to create. That's not necessarily product related, but just as far as like dreams and things we want to put out into the world, but. It's so cool, all of these things that we're almost like, please have this happen or something better. Like, that's always our thing. Like, we have something in mind, but if that's not the case, then that will come or something better will come. And for us, a lot of these things that have happened for us or to us or however you want to look at it, it wasn't necessarily our goal or our plan. It's just in some ways we like fell upon it or someone like Random House found us through Instagram or um, like HomeSense found us in Holt Renfrew in, in Toronto. In, yeah, and when we were doing a pop-up shop in Holt Renfrew in Toronto. So these things that you aren't even, aren't even on your radar, it's just if you're open and to receiving all of these amazing opportunities, like they just, they really do just come, which is really amazing. Mm-hmm. You just so like, we're open. Yeah. Well, and yeah, we've got all these ideas and things we're excited about, but we're open to to whatever's meant to come our way. It's so hard. Like interesting. Like as a business, like we sell online, we sell through wholesale, like in organic stores and bigger department stores, and some really precious like boutiques. And I think we're really lucky to have those channels and a product that the time is right that people are, are really interested in learning more about. Like mushrooms, like what are mushrooms? Like people, and why would I want to take? Why them? would I want to take a mushroom? <laughs> sounds crazy. And yeah. but really, like it's just it's so fascinating, like the different benefits of these things that are grown in nature. And I think it's how do we connect those education points for us and and have fun doing it and make it accessible and easy and a, mm-hmm. a simple price point and just like building on that model to get it and not make it inaccessible because we really truly want people to take control of their health. And I think, how do we make that possible and make that experience for our customers and the people that have like supported us when we didn't give them a product <laughs> with a label? Like that's that's the fun part, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, people's stories and when they come back and they're like, I've been taking this or drinking this or whatever it is and I've noticed this, this, and this. And, and not like we we know those things happen but just to hear from someone their personal story blows us away every time that i love like so much like 
mailing, like we do all of our own mailing. Right. And yeah, right now. <laughs> but when I send an address like to someone like in a small town in Canada, you're like, how did you find out about us? Or like, or even like somewhere like New York, you're like, how did you find out about us? And, mm-hmm. and why did you choose us? Even yeah. if you found out about us, like it's, there are other options. Like what about us drew you? Well, yeah. Which is, it's, yeah, we should like, please call us when you've seen this and explain yourself. Is there an app for that? It's super humbling, though. Yeah. There's a lady in, in Alberta that buys our tocotrinols like it's going out of style. And, like, <laughs> she, like, if I will send an email to her and just, like, thanking her again, she's like, oh, I was wondering if I was going to get this email. Like, it's these relationships or, like, we deliver to the same women or their families our bone broth orders in Calgary and, yeah, it's just, it's so fun to, for us to be accountable to producing something that it's people helpful. are, yeah, yeah, depending on, and yeah, so we can only imp- improve that, and I think just grow the scope of it. Like, Calgary is incredible, it's so supportive of small business, some of the mentorship that we've had, um, we're so fortunate to have been, or to have shared that time with these people in Calgary, and I think from that standpoint, we've had such a strong um, launching pad, and and yeah, I think just, I mean, Calgary is such an awesome city for that. Mm-hmm. It's really really cool. So yeah, just growing across Canada. Yeah, but it's like, how can we help more people? How can we educate more people or get them curious about their bodies and what's going on with themselves while also pursuing what we're passionate about? And it's just. Yeah, every day is just something new, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah, we get to do our first ever podcast. Yeah, with you. Oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, and where can people find you and connect with you? Instagram is awesome. We're mm-hmm. love your guts on Instagram. You can visit our website, thegutlab.ca. Um, we are partnering with Beetroot in a kitchen facility in Inglewood in Calgary. That's just being built out right now so soon in Inglewood again and we're patiently waiting for that build out which is such a long process um where else we'll be at markets in Calgary we're only an email away so just mm-hmm. always send a note and, and we're really happy to talk and if you have any advice or feedback or any <laughs> tips <laughs> or work-life balance we'd love to hear but <laughs> it's a two-way street we need some advice to be honest well thank you so much it was so interesting I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Thank you. Thanks, Rachel.